What if it were possible to turn down the less helpful aspects of your stress response in just a few minutes, anytime you wanted? No ponderous meditations, medications, or martinis required. As a clinical psychologist, I've seen it happen for my clients again and again. I specialize in teaching people evidence-based ways to regulate their emotions and cope with difficult situations. In the 14 years that I've been a practicing therapist, in both New York and Los Angeles, I've taught thousands of people how to consciously stop themselves from obsessing, ruminating, and passively focusing on their challenges so that they can pivot, sit with their emotions, and move forward. I call these strategies stress resets. And they're designed to be short. You can do many of them in only five minutes. Just as important, everyone is based in research and proven to bring relief, at least temporarily, so you can pause and reset rather than spiral downward. Most of us need these simple strategies. When life feels overwhelming, human beings often instinctively do things that end up making us or the situation feel worse. When we're riled up, it's tough to access wisdom. Instead, we react in ways that keep us stuck. Whether we painfully obsess, shoot off aggressive texts, procrastinate, or misuse substances, our instincts can turn against us and exacerbate our suffering. Think of it this way. Stress equals stress. Stress plus overthinking plus avoiding equals stress. But it doesn't have to be that way. Pioneer stress researcher Dr. Hans Selye, an endocrinologist who began studying the topic close to 100 years ago, saw stress as an adaptive bodily response that pushes us to react when we're feeling overwhelmed. Dr. Selye, who published more than 1,700 articles related to stress, described it like this. External event leads to a stress response. Decades later, in the 1980s, Dr. Richard Lazarus, a clinical psychologist who focused on coping and problem-solving, brought in the definition of stress to include how we react to it, describing stress as an experience in which a challenge, interpretation, and reaction can all play a role. Think stressful event plus response leads to stress. But whatever the equation, the takeaway is, how you choose to respond to what you're facing affects how stressed you ultimately feel. Let's take an example that unfolded in my house. One morning when my husband Adam was tired and rushing, not a good combination, he dropped a full carton of milk on the kitchen floor. Fuming, he cleaned it up rather aggressively, then cut his hand on the kick plate at the bottom of our refrigerator. Unfortunately, we didn't have any bandages in the house, so feeling even more frustrated, he jumped in the car for a drugstore run. Agitated and replaying his horrible morning on his way home from the store, he then got into a minor car accident. You can't make this stuff up. Of course, I have plenty of examples of how I've exacerbated an already stressful situation. Years ago, exhausted and newly back to work after the recent birth of my second child, I began gnawing endlessly on my fingernail to the point where I found myself in the emergency room with an antibiotic-resistant infection that required minor surgery. If I had only paused, observed my stress-fueled urges, taken a few deep breaths, 
and tried one of the stress resets in this book. I'd have spared myself hours in the emergency room and multiple follow-up visits with an infectious disease specialist.